All right, Spotlight is on. Eric, it's shining bright, and it's on you, Oh yeah, fella. Yeah, guy. I'm going to do it's a little tap dance? You. Do a little tap dance. Give me a little tap dance. Da, 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 da. You know who you should rap like? You should rap like that guy, Tory Lanez, Eric. Tory. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. Tory Lanez? Yes, Lanez. I, I listened to that. If you were listening to the Pop Culture Podcast this week, I've mentioned the rapper to, uh, Tory Lanez. We get done, and I go downstairs, and my son Rafe's like, Hey, by the way, I heard you. It's Tory Lanez. I'm like, thanks a lot. Well, thanks Yo, for the assist there, buddy. Pow. You old man, you. Uh, yes, they were all laughing at me. Oh, the laugh's always on me. But right <laughs> now, Eric, the spotlight is on you. All Spotlight's right. on you and Deathstroke number 19, which is the continuation of the Lazarus contract. Part and three. We, we don't have tons of books this week. And we had we had pretty much a pick of two issues that I thought we would do for the spotlight. And it would have been either this or Wonder Woman. Right. And uh, we picked this just because we had kind of been focusing on the Lazarus contract, Eric. After reading it again and after talking to you before we started, maybe we should have went with Wonder Woman. <laughs> maybe. Uh, th- this story is – it's not feeling very big anymore it, it just seems and we've to been be done just, nothing but bitch yeah. for like weeks now about how nothing even in the like since in my mind since forever evil even like dark side war didn't even feel very big to me for some yeah. reason like there was a lot of aspects to it that felt like it, it could have been yeah but what we got in the long no, run i'll tell really you i think out. that i think dark but nothing side war, has been yes i think dark side war could have been even feel a little bit bigger it was delayed so much yeah. and then they threw in those one shots and it really it, it watered it down it, to me. It really did. Like, all of a sudden, Superman's yelling for pie, and, and it watered it down, Eric, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Plus, then, as that as uh, Dark Side War was going on, we already knew Rebirth was coming, so you had your eye at exactly. the, the door you, you waiting for— You knew shit was going to be different yeah. anyway. It didn't really yeah. matter. Like, you know, as soon as this is over, the next big thing's going to be there, so don't worry about happen. this. And even to the point where you had the big finale of Dark Side War on the day Same that Rebirth day. Special came out, and we thought that was very, very odd. Though I did say later on I found out that the last issue of Flashpoint came out on the same day that Justice League started. So I think that this is a, a rotating bunch of bullshit, Eric. But I, I do want to say, I we didn't say it already because I got right into it, but... Welcome to the Spotlight. Oh, this is uh, the Spotlight for the Weird Science DC Comics podcast and the WeirdScienceDCComics.com award-winning website. Eric, it is the, uh, what is it today? The 25th, 30th. right? The 25th, May 25th. Yeah. And also this week, this is the Spotlight for the 125th episode of our podcast. So it is a milestone. Anniversary. And an anniversary, Eric. And I do <laughs> want to say, uh, we pointed out on Twitter earlier this week, we have gone 124 weeks in a row, Eric. So <laughs> congratulations. Bunch Are you getting dummies. tired yet of this marathon? I've been this, tired for two years. This marathon shit show. And I do want to say, actually, you know what? Uh, let's not talk about Deathstroke. I- I'm going to call an audible right now, Eric. We're going to sure. talk about what I think is still the biggest book, Batman 23, Eric. Am I allowed to s- still scream and yell? Please. Can, no, can I, I yell I, I about how – Eric, how is that building still. at the 84th floor? That would make it the fourth tallest building in the United States. How the is that possible? How does the grass know Headhunter's alias as a villain? How? How does a guy with bandoliers and a big mohawk just walk around town? And Gotham, and nobody notices. However, this is why we get, this is why we get no respect. See, this is why and we, we talk have about spotlight. We don't get any respect, do we? We're the Rodney Dangerfield of DC Comics and comics Dead. and podcasts <laughs> in general, I believe. Uh, but you know what? 
I love Rodney Dangerfield. So they, they can they can suck it. Whoever doesn't give us respect, whoever out there does not respect us, Eric, they can suck it. That is an official. Suck it hard, that's bitches. an official statement to them. But also, you can go on Twitter and you can talk to me, DM me, because if you follow us on Twitter at Weird Science DC, I will follow you back. I follow everyone back. Again, I even got shade thrown at me about that uh, a couple times this week. Even you even said at one point, like, oh, maybe we don't get respect because we have so many people we follow back. But that is the rule, Eric. That I is know what the rule is. I wasn't, I wasn't throwing rule. shade at you. I was I, you were throwing shade at me. You said, <laughs> what the hell is this policy? I said, you know what that policy is? That's the Jim Warner nice guy policy. And as you know, I am just a nice guy. Uh, through and through, Eric. I never have anything bad to say about anyone or anything. Did you just tell everybody to suck it? Ne- no. I don't remember. I'm a little shady about what was that last week? Yes, I said you that. are shady. <laughs> Very shady indeed, Eric. But like I said, we are going to do Deathstroke number 19, and I'm going to give it a proper start so that we can shove this into the podcast this week. And I'm going to go like this, Eric. You know what I like, Eric? I like orange chicken. Oh, I had some earlier today, and I now may have to stop. There might be emergency stops because I'm an adult, Eric. I do not want to shit my pants. I just I don't want to tell you that. Pants either. It almost happened. I made orange chicken. I got it from Aldi, so it's not like I'm any fancy cook. You know, it's not Jan can cook here. It's Jim can kind of cook and heat things up. So I made this orange chicken, and it was really, really good. And we went to town. We made two bags of it. Went to town, and already me and Rafe are kind of down for the count with diarrhea. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. That might you be You had a bunch of diarrhea and then passed out for a couple hours? Yeah, I did. That's well, what happened. Said, I hey, actually, spotlight um, time, Eric. Yeah, spotlight. I actually fell asleep, woke up, and this is how bad it was. Have you ever done this where you wake up and you check yourself to see that you didn't shit yourself? Because that's no. what I did, Eric. I woke up. I was laying on the couch and I woke up I'm like, oh, geez. Uh, I avoided that one. Dodged a bullet, baby. And then I like, ah, fuck it. I don't have enough time because we were actually going to record two books. Today. I'm like, I feel like shit. Uh, I don't have time. Hey, Eric, I got you on the line. Let's do some Deathstroke. Deathstroke number 19, Written by Christopher Priest, art by Larry Hama, Carlo Pagulan. You're sitting down because there's a lot of these guys. Oh, I'm a lot of guys it. are on for the ride. Roberto Vallecava, Jason Paz, Sean Parsons, Jeremy Cox, and sweet, blind Willie Schubert. What happened to Willie? Why, did, why is he blind now? Uh, he's like Deathstroke, Eric. I don't know. Maybe he will have anti-rejection drugs. He will get his sight back in one eye. Then he'll be Willie Patches Schubert. He'll have an eye patch, Eric. Sweet Patches Willie Schubert. Sweet Patches Willie Schubert. Somehow tap dancing Willie Schubert. It's the penultimate issue of the Lazarus contract, and I'm still trying to get a grip on what this crossover is really about. This week we get a Deathstroke issue that is a, a bit too much recap if you're reading Slade's solo book, and possibly not enough if you aren't. What we are left with is a Deathstroke issue, but not much of a Lazarus contract one. And we just want to say... I have been trying to get a grip on the Lazarus contract. When this first started, we thought the Lazarus contract would have to do with somebody coming back to life. Obviously, Makes that's sense. what the Lazarus deal and, and is. And kind of might be with Grant still, just with the name being I, there. I you know? think that basically it's they're giving you a little wink, wink, and yeah, that yeah. Shyamalan thing. I think that it's a double, like a double entendre type deal. 
But on the surface, we were talking before what we what you can really see. And as we go, we'll we'll discuss a little more. I just want to say the Lazarus contract seems to be that, and even from the Judas contract, where Deathstroke took over Grant's contract from Hive to kill the Teen Titans. He yes. died. Deathstroke was allowed to take that contract over. He proposed a deal with Dick Grayson and said, "Listen, if you do this for me, we'll get into the particulars in, in a minute. But if you do this thing for me, and and kind of also." So don't don't tell anybody about it. It seemed to like have to be on the down low. Yeah. Then the contract to kill you guys, it's killed. It's dead. But if you squeal, you don't do what you're supposed to do. It rises from the dead, and now the contract's back on. That's all it is. That is a very, very basic story uh, that they're making this crossover about. Now, again, we, we only have one more issue. But up until this point, that seems to be you know, solid clad what this is. Right, and that's not a big story. It really isn't that big a story. Well, it doesn't even make a lot of sense to me for what we have so far, because you know we had the te- we had the Titans going out and going after Hive. They found what yes. they thought were a bunch of Hive troopers, and the last one they questioned, you know, Lazarus says the contract is on or something like that. I yeah, can't remember yeah, exactly yeah. what he said, but I'm like, yeah, how how does that relate to what we're dealing with now? Yeah, and that was the whole thing when that happened. That was like, ooh, who's Lazarus? Exactly. Yeah, and, and that was like, you know, I Brett uh, in the chat, he ch- messaged me, hey, I think Grant's Lazarus. And you were like, I think Deathstroke's Lazarus. In fact, it just seems to be a type of contract. Yeah. It seems to be a type of contract that can be, you know, I have a contract to go and kiss you like a sexy fella. And all of a I sudden, that contract. All of yeah. a sudden, I get the call and it's called up. But it's a Lazarus contract that if something doesn't happen, I get to kiss you like a sexy fella, then. And, and I know that you want that contract to happen. I know that you I wrote do. it up. I notarized it. I'm a notary yeah, now. Really? Actually, you <laughs> tried to say, no, no, no. I don't want this to be a Lazarus contract. Let's get it on. Come on. But no. You, you start off, and really, there's the other thing that's going on here, because I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm not really that invested in this story. But when it started out... I didn't even think anything of it like you have Wally chasing Deathstroke. And it's weird, too, because... Flash Wally, not good Flash Wally. Yeah, well, yeah, you have Wally. Oh, that's another pain in the ass. Yeah, It's not Kid Flash. It's the older Wally, the Titans Wally. He's chasing Deathstroke. And I'm telling you, you, it always throws me off when you see the black side of his mask. Like that, he almost looks like the black racer to me here. He's running. And uh, the, the thing about it is... When I told you about this, because this was my book to review, and I said, oh, it starts off Wally, you know, Titans Wally's chasing Deathstroke. And you're like, what the hell are you talking about? The, the last issue ended with Wally just laying there, you know, pretty broken up by Deathstroke from being tortured. What's going on? And I did go back, and again, I'm like, I fucking forgot what happened at the end. It happened last week. Yeah. And I, that's how little bit of investment I have. So I went back. It does make sense. At the end of last issue, that was when Deathstroke showed up with the younger Wally, Kid Flash Wally West, and kind of dumped them there, said, hey, thanks a lot. It was like one of those things with uh, time as the catchphrase. Like, we don't have any time. I disagree. We have plenty of time. He dumped Kid Flash at their feet. And as this was happening, Damien was taking that collar off of Wally. Uh, that was actually keeping him in, you know, keeping him in check from Deathstroke, and then Deathstroke took off. Now you're supposed to get like it's not a well laid out. It is deal. not a great transition. When no, you jump that's in what this I'm saying. It's just, no, it's just Titans Wally chasing after you He's know just a speedster, like him. A, so, a speed force stuff. Fucking Deathstroke. Yep. I'm like, 
where is the transition here? And yes. like, you know, we find out a little bit later that Kid that's Flash, the thing. That's what's this, weird. has lost his powers. Why yes. wouldn't Kid Flash race after and, him as yeah. well? And that's what's weird also is later you finally do get to a point where they kind of explain like, oh, Wally will get him. He'll check. And you're like, okay, okay, at least you explain it. But at the beginning from where we left, you really have to jump to some conclusions that Wally got up and chased after Deathstroke, which that's where we get. And it's weird, too, because I'll tell you, this is Christopher Priest. We are very, very big on him. I mean, yes. I'm telling you, we have become really big fans. The Deathstroke series has become one of my favorite every yes. time. Yes, if, if you were listening since Rebirth, you know that I would like to say that it really shows how much we do like the book because we started out hating it. And it, we're not one of those, you know, people or podcasts, whatever, that, you know, we're just going to hate something for the sake of hating it. If it gets better, we're going to tell you, and we did. We really have fallen in love with this book and really enjoy it. And in fact, the one thing that we were upset about this Lazarus contract kind of interrupted a really good story. Yeah, um, and, and but it really goes on. put a pin in that goddamn arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out and, of nowhere. And, yep, and the problem is, and you said it, you were the one who said it to me, and, and even looking at it, I do know that I had some issues as well that – the dialogue of Deathstroke's off in this book, and it is yeah. Christopher Priest writing it, and it just is off. Even at the beginning, Wally is chasing him. He looks like he's just trying to catch up, maybe grab him, but they're more running. And Deathstroke says, let me go. I mean you no harm. And it's just – it's such a robotic line. And then he says the deal is still in place. Well, he knows that that's not with Wally. Now, yeah. maybe he thinks, but this is a guy, I'm telling you, the reason why we love Deathstroke, especially Christopher Priest Deathstroke, is the fact that he is always 17 steps ahead exactly. of people. He's, a fuck, he's one of the best tacticians in the yes. DCU. And that Christopher Priest has done a really good job of how he's been portraying this in his book is he'll have something happen in issue 8 that all of a sudden you think everything's forgotten about. And you find out in issue 15 that that was all Deathstroke's plan. Like Deathstroke in his book has set up everything has been to try to quote unquote protect his family, try right. to in a fucked up way. He is a he is a dad who it's like we said about Lex Luthor, but at a nth degree where as a father he thinks he's doing the right thing, but the right thing may be setting up a hit for his daughter so it that she gets out of a life, goes to this, possible. goes Oh my god. He is so bad. Uh, and it's funny because this is something that's beyond the realm of, of what he's used to, and he's using everything of being an assassin to try to raise a family, and especially his daughter Rose. And it's it's just wrong. It's wrong to the – it's so wrong. But he's always ahead, and it's just weird that he even knows. Like Deathstroke himself says later – I think it's like a couple pages later where he says, I don't know what you did to make me forget you and how my son died, whatnot. But he – the deal was not with Wally, and he knows that. No, and it's and not it's even just that. Weird. It's the whole thing. Like you know, the dialogue does feel off to me, but – Christopher Priest writing in general, it's because he has a lot to do here, but he, it seems like his heart is not in the story. That yeah, I, like, I said that. He may have been forced into doing this. Yeah, I and like, said you know, that as well. Even when we have the like explanation, like, how are you like synthesizing my speeds? And like, it's yeah. not your speed, West. And like, you go on this whole thing about how, yeah. you know, Dr. Darwin Elias yeah, was created I'll, a I have, siphoning you know, device yeah. from back in the, like, the early days of the it New is. 52 It is. It's Flash. the early days of the New 52. And I'll tell you that um, 
if you are excited about that, if you go, because like we said, Wally wants to know, like, what? how did you get the Speed Force? Because it is crazy. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. But we knew it was going to have to do something with his suit, the icon suit and things like that. But also, like, like you said, he says that, hey, Dr. Darwin Elias once created a siphoning device designed to help the real Flash control his powers. And it says, Barry Allen and Flash, Volume 4, number, number 11. That's the beginning, you know, in the beginning yeah, of the new within 52. Within the first year. I, I'm t- don't go back to that. Don't go – if you want to know about what's going on, if you're really interested in that, go back to issue number one and read because issue 11 only has Barry slightly mentioning this. It doesn't explain anything. I think that it's a really bad editor's note to call back to that, and the only thing I could find is it's called out with this – a bunch of places online because I even looked up, you know, I wanted to make sure I knew everything about Darwin Elias again. I right. couldn't remember. I did read most of those issues. I couldn't I remember. The only thing I could remember was them freaking dude with like, you know, he's running on the treadmill and collecting yes. batteries. Like, yes. uh, uh, and that's what and this batteries. was. He was collecting the batteries. He was telling Flesh. Now, again, it, this is a little beyond. This is more New 52 talk, but uh, – Dr. Darwin Elias started out by trying to convince Barry he was all with him, like, oh, I want to help you, but also was the guy who gave the rogues their actual powers, so it wasn't equipment anymore, which we hate it, where Captain Cold actually had freeze powers instead of a gun. Nonsense. He also was the one – he also taught Barry how to think fast so that he could solve things using the speed force with his mind, Eric. But all these things were – From what I recall with this whole thing, though, the siphoning device was because uh, the Dr. Elias believed that – like Barry was going to kill everybody with the yeah. speed force was going to charge up too much, so he had to like run yeah, off. Yeah, it was it was energy. actually to get the excess off, but it was something that would siphon the speed force. But he tried to convince Barry, and if you remember, it also involves that big, you know, blackout and people yeah. Iris getting sucked into the speed force. It was a crazy story, which I do think if you enjoy Flash and you want to just go back to that first volume, first two volumes of Flash, and and it's it is a lot of fun. It gets a little convoluted, but. It's a weird – I'm just saying it's a weird call-out because I do have the issue. And I went back and I'm like, this is a weird call-out to do it. But there is that – that is something. But Even that though, like I love callbacks like that, especially that like uh, continued continuity. You know, I love my mm-hmm. continuity. But throwing yeah. that out here doesn't tell anybody anything. You know, no. he just says this out of nowhere and it has no real context at all. Yeah. You know, he but has if, a siphon device and somehow I used it and I have speed force powers But now, again, if, if you know that and he even says this extractor stored that energy in battery cells. But like you said, then they move on. Like instead of giving this call out because really most of the time, I, I hate to say it, editor's note call out is the lazy man way to just yeah. get on with shit. You don't want to re, but you can recap some of the new 52 for people. You know what I mean? This happened a long time ago. Yeah, this issue actually recaps shit that happened two months ago in the regular Rebirth Deathstroke book. Why not show exactly. what these batteries are? Why not show one panel of that battery? Show we on the suit. We spent all that time with freaking Deathstroke, you know, like torturing Kid Flash and like Wally yeah. West from Titans and yeah, shit like show that. show what he's doing. I'm like, we had no idea what was going on there. We thought, did he somehow build a cosmic treadmill? What is going yeah, on here? Yeah, and we they didn't never know. Just, so. They never decided to tell us. Now, all of a sudden, we have Dr. Elias's fucking siphoning yeah. device thrown out here, just thrown out, and let's move along. And the weird thing about it is it says, like we said, Dr. Darwin Elias once created a siphoning device designed to help the real flesh control his powers. This extractor stored that energy in battery cells. Some of the greatest minds on the planet are on my payroll, most unwittingly. And I'm like, is Dr. Elias on this payroll? Like, where did you get his equipment? Like, it 
if you're going to do anything, spell it out that you've been fucking around with those black hole assholes in the Flashbook yeah. and, and figured out something from that. that. And, well. again, and again, you're not going too far into it of an explanation anyway. You could actually say anything here that you want to, but tie it into something people in Rebirth would know. Not something that happened during the first year of the New 52 without explaining it more. And it really threw me off, though. I knew what it was, and I thought it was a cool call-out. But I think that that is the beginning of confusing the shit out of a lot of people reading this issue. Uh, because when you go there, you go back then, and he's like, hey, I made a deal. I made it with somebody else. And, and this is still while he's just chasing. He's trying to get to him. And then you go back, and there's not a lot of good call out here of what this is. Because all of a sudden, it is Dick Grayson as Robin. And I really just would have wished that right away they would have told you this. It does get to it where you realize what's going on. But the way he does it is like, aren't you a little too old to be wearing this Robin suit and things like that? And it's okay. But even as a scene, I, I didn't really like it. Did you? No, no, I'm telling you, this whole thing at first, like the how they had to spell it out where Robin's going after him, and he does this sweet-ass jump off this goddamn thing for where no reason he at all. He's going to jump into the river. Yeah, and it, well, oh, or the, the ocean is, or whatever the fuck it is. Deathstroke has set this whole thing the show, the show uh, Robin that he could have killed him at any goddamn yeah, moment because these rubber, rubber bullets. bullets he was firing yeah. at him. And it's all to set up this Lazarus contract where we find out that, you know, at this point in time, a year after Grant has died, he's been doing some soul searching, some thinking. He has found out about his daughter, Rose. He wants to provide for her, but he does not want her to become yeah. him. And in order to do this, he needs Robin, who's you know this fucking you know kid hero, is going around, and he knows he will do the right thing. I need you to give this girl some morals yeah. so she does not turn out like me. And that's where the Lazarus contract come from, yeah. comes from, and it does not feel right for everything we dealt with. Well, even and, and now, even just we, that, the even thing going, is that the whole yeah, first issue, though, what, I had a big thing because. When Slade woke up in the hospital, he had his sight given back to him after like, whatever surgery he had, yeah. the corneal transplant. The corneal transplant. And I'm like, was he thinking like this is the next step in what he was doing? Because we had no idea like what was that whole intro we had with the five years ago whenever when yeah. Grant died. And like we find out here he forgot about that. And it seemed like when he woke up from that surgery, he had just gotten those memories back. Yeah. And, and that, but, that's how it kind of spells it out and, here. And but it's I'm like, just – yeah. Uh, there's but so also, much just thrown at you with – you know. There's no real explanation about anything, though. Yeah, I also want to know, like, what has he been doing for this year since he had this contract? He seems to have this contract for a year and doesn't seem like this is – I mean, there's – there's Dick, what do you want, Deathstroke? Well, you should figure it out. He left before with Grant, de- dead body, screaming and yelling at him, and he's taking over this contract. I'm going to kill it's, you all. Yeah, uh, he says, I want to kill you all, but th- a year has gone by. He, you know, this is a year after Grant died. Yeah. I assume he took that contract immediately then. And this is just a year later that he's come to do this. Well, I you guess know, he took the contract just, and then he had to, and, you know, to me, I had some problems. Go, like, yeah. He found out about Rose. He's had a Well, that's the thing. Year. You ask me, really, I don't think he was ever going to do it. I think that he was going to let that contract hang. And when he found out about Rose, this is his way in to go see Dick Rice, who he knows is a good guy. Yeah. And goes to him, and he's using this contract and turning it into a Lazarus contract with no intention of ever really killing kids and killing the Teen Titans. And even no. then, even to the point where I do like 
I said that I don't like uh, the whole scene when he's like, hey, you're a little too old for this. But it does explain why then when we saw in the Deathstroke book, when Dick was actually ended up training Rose, he was Nightwing. He's in the Nightwing, yeah. So it's like, this is basically to me two weeks before he decided. Deathstroke saying that to him, throwing shade at him, he's like, you know what? I'm fucking sick of people these saying shit like a this. Tight. Yeah, these tights. I could just imagine Deathstroke leaves and he's looking at himself in the mirror. He's like, You're that guy's got a point. Joke, Dick I'm like, I, yeah, really. <laughs> Look at you, Grayson. <laughs> he goes and he, he looks in his uh, dream journal that he had. What I want to do when I'm 18. <laughs> I want to be my own thing. I don't want to be Robin anymore. Shit. Look at you, Grayson. What the fuck have you let yourself get into? It's like little Eric Shea. If he found out he was a goddamn fucking reviewer, he Got go fucking ballistic. I start uh, cutting myself. How do you like this yeah, review, yeah. boy? It, it's just so. <laughs> Here's a review. You're a loser. <laughs> Zero out of ten. <laughs> See you in never. Yeah, but it was. I I do, but it, it was just weird. It's just weird though. But yeah, he does say, "Listen, this is what I want. I want you to." Uh, help my daughter. I recently found out I have a daughter, Rose. Uh, I want you to help her. I need. She needs more care. And I like it. I like this part though, where Dick's like, "Oh, she needs combat training." He's no, no, no. No, please. no. I could have killed you. I just punk. proved I killed you. Yeah, with yeah, yeah. What's here? And then he said, "I. She needs your values. I don't want her following my path." Now, again, we are reading the Deathstroke book, if you're reading it, you know damn well that she's gotten very, very close to following his path. Oh, yeah, she's and, and, become a ravager. Yeah, yeah, and in the meantime, because of all this, she's she's in the fucking hospital in, in a coma, though she seems to be all right as it goes. But he says, then Dick says, in an exchange, you'll stop trying to kill us. And that's what the thing is that's funny to me. It's almost like you get the idea that they've gone through this year of, you know, close calls or whatever, but he did say, like, what the hell do you want, Deathstroke? You know what he wants. He's going to kill you. But he's like, okay, for now, I'll convert my agreement with Hive into a Lazarus contract, which can be brought back to life if either of us fails to keep our word. The final, the funny thing is, tell me what Deathstroke's word is at this point. If he doesn't kill them in the meantime? That's the thing. If he kills them, the contract comes back. And, and he, he gets to kill Jim. them. That's what I'm saying. It's a no-win. This is what I was saying earlier about Dick. Dick is not a good negotiator because that's all it is. Deathstroke promises not to kill them, and if he does, he gets to kill them. It's a, it's a it's win-win a for Deathstroke. Process, yeah. yeah, and then Dick, basically, it seems that he just has to help Rose. He's just got to teach And that's her. the whole thing. If you've been reading the Deathstroke book, and think we had, I think, maybe like a page where we saw back the yeah. time where yep. Dick was, you know, helping Rose and training her and doing other shit, you know, making her a good person. She seems to really have enjoyed her time with Dick Grayson. Yeah, she did. By like, in this whole thing. The Lazarus contract should never be a thing then because Robin fulfilled his end of the fucking he, bargain. He especially did because as Wally and Deathstroke are talking about this, uh, Deathstroke's like, holy crap, I'm surprised. Never you know? mouth, huh? And he says, I'm surprised, Robin. Oh, yeah, it's Nightwing now. He kept his word. Didn't tell you about our little agreement. No, he didn't. It, 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 that's the one thing. Dick Grayson is my favorite character because he's a fucking good guy. Yeah, if he's he got a lot of help word, now from fucking David. Yeah. It, it's one of those things that it's funny because Deathstroke always went. And I'll tell you, another character that will always go on and on about his word, Slowbo. Lobo yeah. in the jail. I always keep my word. I always keep my word. Well, you see, he never does. Or if he no. does, it's a fucked up way. Dick Grayson, he keeps his goddamn word. He does it. So really, at this point, th- there should be no issue here. You know what I mean? Now, the Lazarus contract, what we're seeing is 
it's gone. It's done. There, it's, there never it's will never be. It's never a thing. There, it's yeah. never like there's no reason in the beginning of this like uh, crossover for them to say you know Lazarus says the contract's on or yeah. something like that. That doesn't make any sense. And, for and everything we've thing, seen here. You go with that also, and I really want to get mad of the whole Grayson. You're a traitor. Yeah, no. You know what I did? I made a deal. I saved so us we, all, fucko. Yeah, I I ended up. Helping a young, yeah, yeah, I helped a young girl. That's I helped a young girl and tried to make her not a killer. In the meantime, we lived. Uh, You know, sue me, Jesus Christ. Now again, I would hope to say that there's something more to this. Great, quote unquote. There has to be something that, like, say, Grant saved, brought back, and he reinstates the contract that he originally had to begin with. Yeah, something has to game on. I don't know. Something has to be game on because if not. There is nothing at all to the story except Destro caring about his daughter and Dick Grayson being a good guy. That That's really all there is to it. Uh, but we do move on here. Like I said, you have Wally and Deathstroke running. And uh, Deathstroke says, oh, it's, you know what? He's a good dude. He, that fucking Nightwing, he kept his fucking word. Also, it's funny, too, that... I don't know if Deathstroke's playing around that he knows, but like, oh, I'm Spice Roman. Oh, yeah, he's Nightwing now. You know, he knows everything. I, I don't think it had anything to do with it, but it made me laugh. But he does say, like, you know what? I'm curious. This is where the Wally tie-in is, and it never goes anywhere, though, because he says, I'm, I'm surprised that, you know, I'm wondering how you made me forget about you. What yeah. the fuck is going on with and not you? And that, my son's death. I'm like, yeah, he said, like, I yes, even blanked out about, about my son's, how he died. Now, is that the, I, I don't know. It is because he, he knows his son Grant is dead. Yes. Does he just not know the particulars? Like what? And, and what are we missing here? If he didn't know, then he wouldn't know anything about this contract either. But Hive would, and you get that whole weird deal. Like is Hive keeping up and making? Does Deathstroke have to fill out a monthly report that says Lazarus' contract still still valid? Well, that's, I mean, that's when one does of those things that, like I talk about, like when we talk about Titans and shit like that. You know, with Wally being gone, like be, like for five years, how many long? How long he was gone from Abracadabra? Yeah. What does everybody know and not fucking know? Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, you. You give me a story now, and here I go again with these stories. You give me a story where all of a sudden it looks like Deathstroke, and it's not. There's some funky other Deathstroke. Te- somebody found out about this Lazarus contract and, and upped it, and they wanted the money or whatever, and then the, then I would have been more interested. But this whole concept of this contract really is a dead end. It yeah. doesn't go anywhere. And even at this point, you have Deathstroke where we had said earlier, he said, to both Wallys, uh, Titans Wally and Kid Flash Wally, hey, you you help me here. You give me your Speed Force powers. I'll give up being Deathstroke. That changes to them running with each other and then them just stopping and Deathstroke basically saying, you know what? I have Speed Force now, bitch. I'm going to kill you. And I don't know if it's him kind of playing around to get, like I said, Christopher Priest writes a smart Deathstroke who's not just this action hero guy. So is this just the way to get Wally out of the way? He knows that Wally will run. It's just odd. They just stop and like, hey, the playing field's leveled. You know, we're here. I'm a trained killer. What are you? You're just the, you're not the fastest man alive. He's drawing his sword to kill him now. It's just very odd because really that's part of the Lazarus contract. He is part yeah. of the, the deal. And it's just odd. And when he says, yes, I thought so. And Wally just looks at him. And I like the progression of the panel when he realizes that Deathstroke can kill him. And he looks angry, but 
he he leaves. He runs off. He he hightails it out of there. And I'm not sure if that's just Deathstroke because he has plans. He knows what he's going to do with the Speed Force power. He kind of has to get Wally off his tail. Wally, Wally does. He leaves. Yeah. Uh, then we go off to the Garden State Medical Center where the Teen Titans and the Titans are gathering. This is where Deathstroke had brought back Kid Flash and also where uh, the other Wally were. They're they're down in those uh, that fucking catacombs area. The catacombs. Yeah. And somehow... Fucking art went fucking south here. Yeah, I don't know how page especially. And it's this should be the the cool page. This should be the page where we have all our heroes. Yeah, yeah, all of them except Wally are here. And I mean, there's some weird looking things. Like Tempest looks like he's a sixty year old man. Uh, (laughs) His his it's just terrible. Uh, Omen, I don't even know what they did with her. Like they didn't even want to do anything with her and all of them. But yeah, that. uh, freaking! I'm trying to think. Base Beast Boys, like, oh, there's two odd, but there's nothing here. The only thing you get here is Damien basically pissed off, like, hey, Kid Flash, you gave Deathstroke your powers. This is bullshit. You know what's going on? You also get the idea. This is where they spell out completely that Wally has gone off to chase down Deathstroke and says, oh, Wally will be able to take care of it. That's his thing. He's going to do it. Yeah, we know that that's not the it case. It did not work out well. No. And then Kid Flash basically, like, I'm going to have to go and help. I'm going to have to do this. And then his speed force powers are gone. He loses his speed, and he just – his everything. I mean the speed force is what gives him his outfit. That just dissipates off him. He falls in the water. He's saved by uh, Aqualad. Uh, but really – yeah. yeah, Tempest, yeah. And I'm like, why – what's the deal? You know, what's going to go on here? Does this mean that Wally – because he, he really oh, – I'm sorry. You were right. It was, it was Aqualad. Yeah, it was sorry, Aqualad yeah, yeah. because he was using his yeah, yeah. aquakinesis or whatever he calls it. And uh, in the meantime, you know, I don't know if this is supposed to be just they throw it in here because you're afraid it will happen to Wally eventually, the other Wally, Titans Wally. But I, I don't know. It was just weird. It just seems to be able to – to me, it's just to get him out of the game right now. It, yeah, you know, but we, really, we it's get, not explained. We, we just got Wally, t- like a Titan's Wally, taken away, knowing that he's not good enough to take on Deathstroke, who has speed force powers. Yeah. yeah, you have Wally. Wally can't do shit. He's a, kind of a newbie to this whole thing. And yeah. even with that, there's nothing for speedster characters to do now. Uh, Deathstroke is a speedster himself. Yeah, yeah, because like he said, he is now the world's greatest assassin with their greatest strength as well. He's the like world's Blade best Eric. killer. He has all of their strengths, but none of their weaknesses, Eric. He's Blade. <laughs> I just saw that trailer the other day. Uh, but, yeah, we go and we find out then. It's just nothing really happens here. It's almost like we got to get – like you said, something does happen. Kid Flash loses his powers. But other than that, it's almost like, hey, guys, remember, these characters are all involved because really that's that's all you get. You're not going to get much of them in this issue. Uh, what you get now is Wally going off and meeting Jericho – on the top and on the top of a building in Los Angeles, and we're thrown off by this. First off, I think some people might have seen this and like, what's Constantine doing in this book? Seriously, at first I'm like, I didn't like, know who the fuck this yeah, was because he looks a lot like. In Constantine. my mind, you know, when you first see him, last thing we saw, Jericho, you know, he was in rehab. Yeah, you know, he was losing rehab, his goddamn like mind yesterday in rehab. Mad. Yeah, he looked like he was insane in a padded room. Now all of a sudden he's out. Now they do say later where. Uh, yeah, Wintergreen says. Uh, today, yeah. yeah, but still, this is where. How does Wally. No, and here's the other thing. He's released like that. It's under so, those circumstances? Yeah. 
It's so funny to me, too, because he's there on top of this building, and he's looking at his phone that has Etienne's picture on it, and nobody will know that if they're not reading reading the, the book. It's just there. There she Oh, he's looking all forlorn that's, that's at his phone. right there. Yeah, yeah, that's only for us, Eric, and, and the other people reading it. But, yeah, Wally shows up, and I'm like, I don't know what their connection is. I don't, there is no connection. No. He even, Wally says, you don't know me. Yeah. It's just so weird. He's like, Jericho, you don't know me, but I need your help. And then just goes in. I ran. My God, I turned and ran from him. I told myself dying out in the middle of nowhere could mean the end of everything. And I'm like, there's Jericho. And if people, again, if they're not reading the book, Eric, they have no idea what's going well, on because he that, can't we, talk. From the whole thing with Deathstroke. We know that, like, you know, Rose spent some time with Nightwing and Shelly that possibly mm-hmm. the Titans themselves. Yeah. Jericho, in the old continuity, was a member of the Teen yes. Titans, everything yes. like that. We have no connection now. Does Wally know no. that he once was in his, like, this timeline yeah, that may used be. to be? Maybe Wally or, does saying, remember him. I, I, we don't know anything, no. though, from anything we're given. Well, and what I'm saying is what I was saying. Me and you, it's just easily known you see jericho we know that he can't talk we know that he he got his throat sliced he doesn't have a he doesn't have vocal cords he can't talk so him just showing the the phone has to be confusing for people who aren't reading that book and don't know jericho all of a sudden while he's just talking is like hey you know destro he humiliated me and that's where jericho holds up the phone it says you know no one is fearless dying to prove you're not equals dumb how can i help you and i don't know if people are going to think that that's somebody else sending that jericho's to it's it would be so confusing I, to me i don't even didn't care know about that character. part because i know i just want to know how wally knows about jericho yeah, i know but i'm saying this whole setup yeah. and scene is it's just crazy if you don't know who Jericho is. And really, like you said, well, how does Wally? Wally doesn't say, like, he. if he said, listen, you don't know me. I can't explain it, but I know who you are. I know your Deathstroke son. Like, something like that. Then we get, oh, you know what? Because he remembers. Because of when he came back, he remembered a lot of these things. Because, like you said, Jericho was a Teen Titan. And, and, but you don't know. But I don't uh, know in this continuity if he ever was. Yes, and I'm telling you, this is where the confusion would it has to continue for people. Because now you go a lifetime ago, because and yeah, it basically we, we shows had, we had Hawk and Dove, too. Nobody talks about Hawk and Dove. Yeah, really. Even though yeah, we saw really. the Titans hunt. Yeah, but that, you go back now. Now arc. you're going to see pretty much how Deathstroke treated Grant, uh, but really to the, this is just thrown in. It's so weird. We've seen, and really, we've seen this scene panel for panel in, oh, the, yeah. in the Deathstroke book, so it's not really for us either. It's because me time. and you know it. We know the story. In fact, when they go and you see who Wintergreen is, where the, the dapper-looking fella walks in, it's like, hey, well, no, Joseph, Grant, how's the boys? And they're playing video games. They're like, hi, Uncle Wintergreen. This pretty much panel for panel was in the Deathstroke book at the beginning. We saw this. Why don't now, they call him t- Uncle Billy? <laughs> yeah, I, that's I know. I, I don't. But yeah, that's when you see uh, you see Deathstroke. Uh, you know, he's just made love to his wife at this. You know, at the After deal having uh, some fucking abusive goddamn yeah, fight. Adeline, they had fought, and this is what they basically. The whole thing is this is their relationship. Everything, everything with Deathstroke is an abusive relationship, one way or the other. And this that in the regular, fucking. yeah, and in the regular issue in the regular series of Deathstroke, that's this is what kind of was the scene where. Grant had had enough. He'd had enough of his parents fucking yelling and screaming and then probably hearing them fuck right after. He's had enough. So he's going to leave, but this is after he leaves because he runs away. 
And that's where Wintergreen says, hey, by the way, Adeline, you know, Grant ran away again. She's like, oh, Jesus Christ, it happens every other week. What's the gig? Because in, in the book, Wintergreen was showing up to give them a contract that Adeline was not involved with and got oh, pissed that. Oh, that whole thing, at, he's picking up Deathstroke because they have yeah. a plane waiting. Yeah, they, that's the thing. And, and it's so, like I said, I don't know what people would think who haven't read the book because it's just thrown in. But yet we do get an extended scene that we haven't seen because Deathstroke goes and Which doesn't make sense now up. that we, no. we've seen this before because they have a plane waiting. They have yeah. to go now yeah. on this goddamn thing. And now freaking Deathstroke actually goes out of his way to fucking pick a fight with now, Grant on and, the and road. And the whole thing was, you want to you wanna fool us? Don't put the what's the gig because that's when Adeline almost makes it seem like, what am I, some fucking housewife? I want to go. Yeah. I'm part of this. And they don't let her and they go off. Uh, but they threw that in. So I remembered. And you're like – and like you said, Deathstroke goes up and basically says to Grant. And the whole thing, while this is going on, Jericho – it's not like he treats Jericho well uh, and when they were kids. But Jericho didn't fight back. No. So Jericho was just kind of allowed to be there and ends up getting his throat sliced. But Grant was always running off. Grant was always pissed. Grant was always, always telling Destro and was always like, oh, I, th I was hoping you got your head blown off when you'd show up again. And he even got attacked by a bear and Deathstroke would let him go and do it. It basically is like, you know what? If he's going to do this, he's going to have to learn. And again, this is almost Deathstroke's version of what I said where they had it in Leave it to Beaver and all those other sitcoms where you want to run away? Fine, you can run away, but in Deathstroke's deal, he's going to make Grant punch him in the face and then get hit by a car. Like, Deathstroke can't do things the right fatherly way, so it always gets fucked up. But yeah, Grant gets hit by a car and, and he not goes even before off. That, the whole thing is a fucked up situation where Deathstroke is waiting down the street for when Grant finally yeah. like, makes his way down the road. And he's sitting there like, look, I don't want to think – you can go off on your own. You just have to fucking punch me in the face because yeah, I don't want to think once. that I raised a fucking sissy piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, so he punched me yeah. in the face. And then Grant goes to finally do it after being pushed. He like, you know, Deathstroke dodges it and he's like, that's all you've got. And then he starts yep. fucking pulling off his belt. I'm going to give you something to remember uh, yeah. me by. It's so funny. I, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, Deathstroke, this is getting crazy. And uh, it's weird because I really reading this the second time, I really think he was just going to give him that belt. I don't think no, he was going to be he, mean. No, he was going to whip the shit out of him. I don't think he was. I don't think he was because that would not get him anything. Deathstroke would be a guy who's like, fuck you. I'm, like I said, he didn't when, – when Grant ran off and the bear and all that, it was basically like, you want to be a man? Fight the bear. He didn't go and like – you know, grab the bear and fuck him. I, I really think that we're going to see later that he was going to give him the belt. At the end, I'm telling you, well, that's he, he the shot, tie he into shot everything. the bear and then said, look, thanks to you running off, I'm like, yeah, yeah. not going to go kill its cubs. Yeah, I'm telling you, I think that at the end, Deathstroke, because it's weird, like, Des why would Deathstroke hit a what appears to be a 15-year-old with a belt? I think he'd just punch him in the face. I really do think he was going to be like, you're going to need this. Those pants are saggy. Eric, I think it all ties in with Deathstroke saying, hey, by the way, kid, it's like Mean Joe Green. Hey, kid, throws him the belt. <laughs> he was going to beat funny. the shit out of that yeah, kid. I, I, it's weird, but the, the scene in the art, it looks like he's going to pull down his pants, Eric, and I don't know where they were going there. I'm I knew you were taking it time, The first time I read it, I'm like, he's like smoking like a badass, like an Eric Shea. Mm -hmm. He's like, but let me give you something to remember me by. I'm like, he's taking off his pants. What's he doing? Jesus Christ, he will remember that. But yeah, he ends up, but even then, he's just in the shadows. He does have the belt off then, if you look. He's yeah. in the shadows when this car hits Grant, and they're like, hey, 
You know, are you okay? You need a ride or something? Where to? I don't Wherever have the party's at. And and here's the other thing is we saw that Jericho ends up having a party that ends up fucking him later. Yeah. That big, and I think that that's a thing that we're seeing here as well. But we go back to the now. And basically, it looks like Deathstroke went, uh, went around the world and just killed in 60 like, seconds. Went, yeah, four people in 60 seconds, dead in 60 seconds, Fuck, including yeah, cutting a guy, cutting a, uh, a Formula One race car driver's hand off like a, a fucking badass. But yeah, it looks like he did all that so he can go and visit Rose, who, you know, is coming out of her coma, seems to be okay. And uh, Wintergreen shows up, says, you know, it's about bloody time. And this is the, he, Deathstroke says, I was, ah, I was clearing my calendar. Duck says, Rose is going to make it. And then he says, what about you? And he says, ah, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to do some things. But this is where he says, like, I'm going to fix my mistakes and I'm done. I'm going to be done. I'm going to do this or die trying. And this is the big part for me that this definitely is where the course of the regular solo book is going to go after this, where it does. I, I don't know why, because I do like the way it is, but I guess maybe – Maybe somebody at DC is trying to tell, uh, you know, Christopher Priest, listen, we got to get Deathstroke to be a better guy because nobody, the, the sales are terrible. So maybe that's what this all is about because he is going to try to be a better guy. Yeah. Know, do, it, you know the thing what I mean? is, every time, like, we've seen him try to be a better guy throughout yeah, the course of the series. It never he goes works. about it the worst way possible. He does possible, go about it the worst about. way. Now, again, if if you look ahead. It's like a series of unfortunate at, events right there. Uh, yeah. A spoiler alert for, you know, the future solicits or whatever. It looks like he has as a you know team Deathstroke and they're trying to be I think that basically it's one of those where it's such I a keep weird trying thing, to get out but they keep pulling me back in type of deal like the whole idea of Deathstroke though, there are no heroes there aren't any villains yeah, there's he people who that. do what they do and the whole thing is that you know Deathstroke if he becomes a hero is just so against his character yeah. for what, everything we've been given with this current continuity yeah uh, and then you go back uh you go to Damien and Dick and it's not much. You know, they're basically like, listen, no, we got to be on the they, same page. I'm sorry I, I didn't. I kept this from you. It's cool. You're still I, – I think you're a jerk for doing it, but we're cool. The yeah. end. Yeah, that's basically it. And then you go back to Wally and Jericho, and suddenly Jericho's in his icon armor, the Isherwood icon suit, uh, Dr. Icon, and in fact, that suit. And I, I was very confused to what happened. Did, did Jericho go down and change? Because they are on that same building. That, yeah. When it pans out. Well, they're they're just about on. to go over to freaking Hatton Corner. Yeah, oh, I know this. I get that. But the problem is, is that they, it's – other people who don't know that uh, there might be some people who don't even know that that's freaking Jericho. Jericho, I got you. It's just crazy that at least have some transition. No, no. But- What's crazy to me is because we just kind of glanced over here because there really is nothing with that whole Damien no. uh, Dick thing. But they like, you know, we, we uh, went through Deathstroke's files and they yeah, prominently they feature coordinates somewhere in New England. Hatton Corners, I'll bet. It's where his son died. Yeah, and that's it's like, Dick you know, says. it's just a weird thing because then, like, uh, uh, I actually, I, I can't, I just lost my goddamn train of thought. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, but no, this whole thing is that, like, uh, we, we should know where, like, no, no, that's not the thing. It's how Jericho knows that they're going to go there from everything that we've talked, because Jericho hasn't talked to his father about anything that's going on. He just got out of rehab. Jericho seems to have told Wally where we're heading. Well, it's weird because he's on the phone. Now, again, if you don't know, Jericho can't talk. So now he is talking through the through phone, the phone yeah. his voice, which he can do that. Um, 
But in the meantime, it looks like Dick is also talking to Wally on the phone. So it gets a little crazy because it's like, hey, Wally, you okay? We're going nuts back here. Let me guess. Hatton Corners. Or we're heading east. Meet me at, let me guess, Hatton Corners. Roger that. And Jericho says, what's Hatton Corners? And then Wally says, like, oh, it's the site of old headquarters. Oh, where? Yeah. And then he yeah, says, yeah, where? But it's weird, though. What I'm saying is it's weird because then, oh, where my brother was killed. And like, okay, what does he know then? I'm still with you. I still don't know. No, what no, because at knows. first I, I read it wrong. And I was trying to make it make sense what I was doing here because I even got fucked up with the whole thing with the voice coming out yeah. of the fucking phone. And they're trying to change it because of it being that typical Jericho yeah, word yeah. bubble in the green or whatever. Again, if you don't know, you're, you're confused. I, I'm telling you, I and I've seen reviews for this, and the people I can't say that I blame. You know, everybody can't read every book. You know, some of us force ourselves to, Eric. This is why we ended up with the policy of we have to read every goddamn book because of shit like this. If you're not reading uh, Deathstroke but you want to cover this crossover, this issue, I'm, you're, you're lost. Yeah. It's just crazy because then you go from this and basically all this is to set up that Jericho now has Wally to go. And again, you're thinking, okay, you have Jericho. He doesn't have any connection to them. He says then, and it's basically the whole thing, and I said it's like the cat in the cradle too, the, you know, that, hey, listen, my dad is, I'm not, I'm like my dad, but I'm trying not to be him. And I really like well, that, but. Just like I'm, me. <laughs> and the cat's in the cradle. But the, the problem is, it's like, what is Jericho's connection to the Titans and the Teen Titans? Because he doesn't have one. We know that no. he really doesn't. All he knows is. They killed his brother, and and whether or, or not, or at least Destro believes yes, that because you and, know, like it seems what the, the conversation that Wally and him might have had right here. He's like, uh, I know, like you know, you like it's where my brother was killed. He's like, that was not yeah, by us. Says, I know, I'll accept us. that. That's fine. And he says, I you know, know and, I accept that. It's very like, their, weird. Their whole for connection is that. based off. Your daddy humiliated yeah, yeah, me. Yeah, it's, it's just crazy. And yeah, he says, I know, I accept that, but why? Why does he accept that? Why does he know that they didn't kill him or whatnot? Because if anybody, I mean, from what we've seen, to me, the biggest tragedy of the whole story is that Jericho really seemed to have his big brother with him at all the time. And that was kind of the buffer between his awful fucking dad and mom. He was it always seemed, with... It almost seemed like the whole thing where Deathstroke took his fucking rage out on Grant instead of yeah. Joey because Grant yeah. was and, there. And even so, like through the whole... Uh, Deathstroke series, you would always have Jericho there with Deathstroke saying, aren't you going to go get Grant? Aren't you going to save him? Aren't you going to help him? And Deathstroke, he can fucking help himself. He's so fucking highfalutin. Shit like that. And I really, you'd never You know why that. I like you, boy? Because you're you, not Grant. Yeah, yeah because you're not Grant. And you, you, you shut your mouth. But yeah, he... <laughs> and you and will then, shut your mouth forever. And then look what happened. I mean, you want to know what happened? Grant ended up leaving... And Jericho got his fucking his throat sliced. I mean, he he lost his best friend, his brother, and also, like you said, a buffer to abuse and all that. But you never, ex, you know, you never explore that. So well, I, I don't you, know after, that we ever after will. You get your throat slit because of your daddy and shit like that. I really don't yeah. think that leads to more abuse because not only that, when Jericho got his throat sliced, then Adeline blew fucking like that's oh, yeah. the back of his skull yeah. out through yeah, his blew, eyeball. That's how he lost his eye. Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> there was a lot of things that don't lead back to yeah. beating the shit out of Jericho yeah, later yeah, on. Well, in life. I know, but I'm. Just saying up until that point it seemed to be like his best friend but yeah he even says you know that being humiliated and terrified that sums up our entire childhood i'm like god damn it jericho i know why you killed us there you go Eric. 
a little a little wink wink to people who are reading the Deathstroke book. But yeah, you go to Deathstroke then. He's drinking his drink. He's trying to get a hold of Isherwood. Again, now I just can't I cannot get beyond thinking about people who don't know what's Damn going it, on. Damn it, Isherwood, where are yeah, you? Is it yeah. National Canuck Day or something? Like you're just throwing these words out here yeah. that people reading this whole thing don't know nothing no, about. I'm telling you, you don't even have a thing where at least have them talk to Wintergreen while this is going on and say, Hey Wintergreen, yeah. I can't get a hold of Isherwood. You know that he it'd be so funny. Isherwood? You mean the guy who designed that suit? That oh, Isherwood? That would be so, so funny. But it, Christopher Priest, I, to me, writing this, like you said, you didn't think he had his heart in it. I, I kind of agree with that as well. Uh, but I also think that he was like, yeah, you want me to catch these people up? Fuck them. They're not reading the book. My book now is only monthly. My paychecks are halved because of these motherfuckers. I am not catching them up on any shit. I'm going to give them what I want to fucking give them because he says this and then explains how he is now going to go back in time. And again, using the is, gravity sheet it's of hocus his pocus, But exactly. we know what that is. At least yeah. we know the words. You know what I mean? I read that as a reader of Deathstroke. Well, and no, I, this, this explanation, it is ho- like hocus pocus. Hocus science, like the whole yeah. thing, like that. Yeah, it's hocus pocus. A gravity sheath, whatever that means. Einstein's theory says gravity can bend time, so ramping up my icon suit's point defense system while moving at nearly flight speed, <laughs> you know, focus. ought to do the trick. I'm like, you know what, Deathstroke? I don't know what any of that means. I'll go with it. Oh, I'm telling you, this is like if somebody just you keeps have, you, talking. You have yourself a suit, which is essentially the cosmic treadmill right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, and and really, like you said, if you can give me a bunch of words together that have things in quotes and things, and at the end of the day there, I'm like, okay, I read that sentence. Gravity, focus, focus. speed of light, I'm gotcha. In. I'm in. Okay, we we've heard I gravity said, sheath. I said something shit. I'm telling you, we've heard gravity sheath many a time in the Deathstroke book. Oh, yeah. So I got that. You throw Einstein in. I'm not gonna say I don't understand it. I don't want to look like a dummy, Eric. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Einstein's theory of gravity. Yeah, it can bend time. Oh yeah, of course. Oh, you meant that theory of that Einstein's. Einstein's. Yeah, oh, I'm, there. Yeah, I'm yeah, eating yeah. Ch- cheese on crackers at a dinner party, and they're talking. I'm like, <laughs> I don't understand that. Like, what? You mean the gravity? Oh, oh, you said gravity sheet. I'm sorry. I thought you said where is Keith. That's all I thought you meant. But yeah, he uses this, and he says he's heading towards New England, hat and corners, obviously. And even that, the whole using the speed calibration from those two kids fed into my (laughs) uniform's artificial intelligence, I'm like, I'm good with all of this right yeah. now, Destro. The best, though, is like, then he's there, then Christopher Priest is like, okay, I think that people are going to kind of go with this. So he has to throw in the, you're not here, Dave. You love this geek crap. Now people are, Dave, <laughs> which is issue <laughs> one. I'm telling you, the guy has seven fucking million names. But yeah, Dave, just thrown out there. We haven't who, even who heard the name Dave. Solomon Gundy looking motherfucker right now. We haven't even heard the name Dave since like issue one of the series. I'm like, Jesus, <laughs> you are trying on E. I think that he is trying on purpose to fuck people. I think that he's like, I don't want to be in this. this is, I mean, it's basically like, hey, uh, Eric, this weekend, I'm forcing you to help me move and you go and make sure you break every fucking thing that you touch just so I tell you to get the Oops. fuck out. Yeah, you you show up with a pizza. I'm all with thumbs you. today, Jimmy. I, and I say to you, listen, Eric, you don't even have to help move. You bring a pizza, just bring something with a topping, and you come Jeez. with cheese. Yeah, well, what's what's the topping, Eric? Cheese. Oh, you son of a bitch! The best I'll fu- topping I'll there fucking is. Fucking kill you. And I'm like, I said two toppings. Yeah, sauce. 
Oh, you fucking dick. Because, yeah, he goes, then he goes in time, and he goes back, and he I didn't get you into, one of those white pizzas. Yeah, really, you didn't get me you know, one of those. And you didn't get me a tomato pie. So nope. we went both ways. Yeah, he goes back in time. <laughs> he, he goes to, and he runs into his son, literally runs into him, and then sees him. And it's weird. He's like, son, I found you, and then hugs him. And I'm telling you, you have fucking uh, 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 Grant's like, the fuck is going on like really he just comes out Grant should want to kill him yeah yeah he should yeah it's it's a crazy thing because yeah he should be drawing that sword and killing him but that is the end and it's it's concluded in teen titans annual next week and i know i me and you personally like off air and all that stuff i've said to you that i hate the idea of throwing an annual into any sort of crossover because I think it's bullshit. You're asking people to pay more money than the usual. But at this point in this story, you need an extra page count. Nothing has happened. I'm telling you, I gave this book a better score than I probably should have only because I, I, I don't know, just seeing Deathstroke and stuff. And I'm telling you, I'll even tell you when he started talking gravity sheath again, I wanted to look smart, Eric. So I'm like, it all makes sense <laughs> to me. But yeah, I, I actually gave it a 7.2. I know that you're going to go a lot lower than that. If I actually had my way, uh, originally I had it at a 6.8, and I, I went back and read it again while I was reviewing it, and I was like, no, no, you know what? I do like some of the things. At least we kind of figured out what the contract was, though it's not big. It's not any – I like it's the epic conclusion. the contract conclusion. has nothing to do with it. No, the contract doesn't, but at least I learned what that was. And I'm telling you, they got me a bit with that callback to The Flash and the New 52 with a story – that I even under, who Dr. Elias, I know who that is. I felt really smart all of a sudden because I had read that story and actually See, me and you like talked about too, that story a lot. For new readers, I know really. it doesn't. It doesn't. This issue, in the third part of a crossover, might be the most non-user-friendly issue in any crossover I've ever read in my entire life, especially from a book, being Deathstroke, that not a lot of people read. And even if you read... It's a very dense book. Like you can't oh, yeah. even I, – I, even if somebody said, oh, you know what? This crossover is coming. I'm going to grab – some people even asked and said, where can I grab on to Deathstroke to read this to get ready for the crossover? I'm like, fucking, you got to go back to the beginning. There's no other way. There's so much shit thrown out at you. I mean if this was something and I had tons of time, I might have even made up a cheat sheet for people on the site and said, hey, look, there is your one. That's him. But, but, you know, that would be pretty cool. I don't got the time for that. I, I got no. shit to do. I'm a father of five. I have dinner to pretend I'm going to make and tell them to make their own. It takes a lot of time. To tell kids to make their own dinner. Well, really yeah, because they never listen the first no, time. No, they don't. You have to keep telling them. And then you have to start it. And then the next thing you know, I'm actually making dinner. And what the fuck do I want to do that? How the fuck did they trick me into this? Yeah, all of a sudden, I'm making a fucking seven-course meal somehow in my, my fucking... The first course is fucking pizza rolls. But, you know, that that's Every my sort of seven-course meal. Every other course is rice Yeah, yeah they, they, and uh, ramen noodles. I mean, it goes down. <laughs> it, it gets fucking fancier as you go. Ending in probably a, a frozen burrito cooked in the microwave. Way, Barrett. But that Sounds that delicious. that is a rich man's uh, feast right there. But yeah, I gave it a seven two on the site. I probably even could go down to a six five. I know you're going to go a little lower than that. What would you give it? I'm telling you, because you know we don't really have anything. To, I'm telling you, we could have just left freaking the last issue where Deathstroke had the Speed Force and him run off to go save Grant because there's nothing in, the, in between here that really makes. We have two pages. Of you know recap that we have actually pages were from the Deathstroke book yeah, already. Yeah. So right there we have pages of the rest of the Teen Titans not doing a goddamn thing. 
there's a lot of filler here and a lot of stuff that doesn't even make sense. Like I can tell you, if you learn what the Lazarus contract is, you learn it really has nothing to do with anything we're dealing with here. So it doesn't matter in the long run. A lot of things just did not pan out to me here. And I'm like, I didn't even like all of the art. There were some points where I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I liked the the art in general, but there were some parts that looked horrible. And there was a huge, a huge art team, including uh, layouts by Larry Hama and then two pencilers. I mean, there's a lot of shit going on in this issue. uh, And I think it showed. I think that it was all add up to me. Like even Wally going to Jericho, I'm like, why and how? But even, even when you're saying this, it kind of does get me upset and kind of leads again to what you said. Maybe Christopher Priest's heart wasn't in it, but neither was DC to have an issue like this that's the third issue of a goddamn crossover, and you have that big an art team as if nobody wanted to be involved. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, we got to get this. we got to do that. Who knows? Maybe shit was changed around. They had to grab somebody at the last second to give something. But really, to have an art team that's that's that big on a big issue if you're going to tell me it's a big issue if this is a big crossover then treat it like that and have some kick-ass art as well and there isn't and that the problem is normal deathstroke book we really enjoy the art it's one of those that the yeah. art kind of does take a back seat in the norm but it's always good this wasn't good at okay, points. My, so. my favorite part of this book was the last chapter, Gravity, where we actually have that mumbo-jumbo with the gravity. Yeah. Chief, and he yeah. goes back in time it and the funny. interaction where he finally sees his son again. Grant, yeah. I'm like, I like all of that. The rest leading up to that was fucking nonsense to me that didn't need to be happened. Ooh, like, and because of that, I'm going to give it a 5.8 out of 10. Wait, you went lower when we talked there. Because earlier no, you were going to give we it talked, a 6. And, the more we yeah. talked about, the less I liked. That's the worst. So, I, I like when we talk about something you tell me beforehand. You're like, I really didn't like it. It's a 6. And then I convince you, Eric. And I'm like, I'm so convincing you. Put it up to a 6-1. And I'm like, fucking chalk one up that's for the Werner. That's the win. Chalk one up for Jimmy Boy. I did it. <laughs> There's been times though we've talked and and I've convinced you to go up a point and a half sometimes. Oh yeah, but not always. And this wasn't. Uh, it's it's not a strong issue. And I'm telling you, I think I gave last issue of the the Lazarus Contract Teen Titans a five point five. Yeah, I like yeah. this a little bit better, but yeah, it has something. This good. is a very weak crossover. Yeah, and so I want I, I was really looking forward yeah. to it. And I want to mention again. I I said to Chris last time uh, when we did Teen Titans, and I I still stick by it. Like. This is not an, a story that I think will ever be collected. Now, it may. I say it won't be collected, but who's going to buy this? Who no. is going to look back in, in 10 years and say, boy, I remember that Lazarus contract. I don't think that people by the end of this year will remember anything about this. This will be like Superman doomed, Eric. We'll fucking remember that. <laughs> they made an action figure of that, though. Yeah, you you like that, though. You you I, actually had some fun with it. But, I don't uh, even this, remember I'm not, that, and And really, you want to say... Titans and Teen Titans, Deathstroke, it's not a fun book. Teen Titans and Titans should be a fun book. Yeah. This crossover is not fun. It's not it's fun at all. Like as you hell, s- and there's yeah. nothing really going on with those no, characters. I'm like, no. this could just be a Wally West t- I'm Dick telling you, the, book. the whole thing going in, like especially this issue and the whole thing in general seems to be like the whole story is based on wouldn't it be neat if Deathstroke had Speed Force powers? And what would he do with them? Oh, you know what? Grant, uh, he'd go back he, and get you know, Grant. He'd, he'd, he'd get a yeah. shitty costume. Yeah, yeah, really. Yeah, really look like the black racer at the beginning. But that is the spotlight, Eric. I gave a pause there so that I can edit that in later. But yes, that is the spotlight. Oh, I am. I am a professional through and through. Though to be a professional, Eric, pretty much the definition of that is to be paid. So I guess I'm not a professional. I am a very enthusiastic amateur. How about that? What's that? What were you going to say? I'm saying I'm getting paid. Uh, You're not getting your paychecks? No! 
Why aren't I getting paid? I'm getting paid in clicks, and boy, yeah, those the people are, people stop. It, the clicks are worse, less accepted than the discovery card nowadays. Nobody <laughs> takes it, Eric. I'm like, I got clicks. People still like, take Bitcoin, and I don't know. That kind of faded. Too, I never right? knew what that was either. I, I said the two things that were bounded to be out are the Bitcoin and the Euro, Eric. But boom, the Euro. Boom. Uh, yes, that's the spotlight. But you want to hear what we're going to talk about in our main podcast that comes out every Sunday night and is usually about nine to ten hours long. And that is not – I didn't – that was not a mistake. I didn't say an hour or an hour and a half. I said nine to ten hours, Eric, right? 124 weeks in a row. Holy cremoles. We may be taking a break though coming up. We had discussed sure that. Was that in July or was it June? Not, I'm not talking about the June coming up, that we may have something weird with the pop culture one, but was it July that we usually... No, no, it's the end of June. Oh, the end of June, is it? Pray tell. But yes, we'll, we'll discuss that later, Eric. That's later. Yes, but this is what we're going to talk about this week on the big podcast, Action Comics 980, which will continue the Superman Revenge, Revenge Squad. Well, they're talking about Batgirl number 11. Did I say the number Action Comics number yes. 980? Okay. Uh, Batgirl number 11, which actually uh, ties up the Ethan Cobblepot, Son of Penguin, Black Sun, whatever the fuck you want to call it, uh, deal. Uh, we have Batman in the Shadow number two that I think Jeremy might be doing an audio review of. He's really enjoying that. I have, I have kind of paged through it. Batman Beyond number eight, where Mark will come on, where we are revealed that me and you and Mark are smarter than we actually look, Eric. We also have Blue Beetle number nine. No, which, no, it was really telegraphed. I don't know. I didn't see a lot of people saying that, Eric. So let's get our accolades when we can. You told me right. we're not well-respected, so let's not get respect. I'm going to force that respect. We have Bla uh, Black Beetle. We have Blue Beetle, number nine, which actually has a tie-in to Justice League 3001, where yeah, we already I, had it. It only has League had the entire time. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty cool, but you actually like that issue more than probably it's any probably that you've read. It's probably my favorite issue of Blue yes. Beetle so far. Yeah, and I'll say, this is, again, this is continuing J.M.D. Mateus on it, and I did did say to Eric when he was announced to be on it, I guarantee you, I guarantee that it'll at least improve a little. Yeah. And you said it's it's getting a little better. We have Deathstroke number 19, which we just talked about, so you can listen to that again. I don't know why you would. Detective Comics number 957, which is a one-shot story uh, featuring, spoiler, spoiler Stephanie warning. Brown. Spoiler alert. Yes, a lot of uh, try her and some crazy, crazy guest stars. One that you really like, and I think you'll be very pissed off that it was a wasted opportunity to oh, have him it. in the book. Hal Jordan of the Green Lantern Corps, number 21. That actually reveals who Sarko is, Eric. And I think and it the ties up that arc. Yeah, I think that's the end of that arc. We have Justice League of America, number 7, which starts a new arc, right? They have left Aegis behind, and what tales they'll tell, Eric. Uh, and didn't. <laughs> and didn't. You don't sound too enthusiastic for JLA. I, I, don't, I, know. I don't know who Steve Orlando is writing that book for. It's so He is writing it for one Eric Shea. I, -uh. he, told, he said in, a, in an interview, they said, who exactly do you think of when you write? And he said, America's sweetheart. That can only be Eric Shea. Commandi Challenge number five, which continues that. Reggie is all excited to talk about that. I'll tell you, uh, the challenge part of that is starting to wear thin on this book. The I challenge think. of that is reading it. Ooh. Yeah, I, I did not like this issue as much as the others. Uh, then we have Suicide I Squad. It. I'm just Suicide Squad number 18, Eric. There you go. 
Uh, I don't know nothing about I that I haven't one. read it yet. No. Uh, so, but we will be talking. I will have hopefully read it by the time we talk about it, <laughs> or I'll just hope. fake it. Uh, and then the final one, Wonder Woman number 23, uh, which is the end of the truth story that you did, and that kind of wraps up that present-day part, except we're going to have an epilogue at the end, yes. issue 25. Hopefully, uh, I have some fucking The only thing that, that what, uh, what you have told me, and you have told me about it, you have uh, spun a yarn uh, that is Wonder Woman. 23 at work and when you're talking to me about it it just makes me really worried about the end of my god watch story because it seems like everything's <laughs> over so god i'm telling watch you should have totally ended before well, this. yes whether i they may maybe it would have been a better deal to end god watch and then have two straight true stories then an epilogue how about that that might have been a little better uh yeah, I'm worried well, about what... the end of God Watch first, and then the end of the, t- uh, the truth, and well, then give I'm me an epilogue. Yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I said that. By now that it's over, and we had that uniqueness of every other issue going back and forth in time, kind of might have been better to just have 12 issues of the early than 12 issues later, maybe. I don't know. We did uh, have some times when it jived up, and it really impressed us. Those were few and far up. between. There were few and far between, and then got screwy. But yeah, I said I've loved the Godwatch and the Year One stuff. I think that's the stronger of the two stories. The last issue of the Godwatch story was nonsense. It, it was pretty much treading water then. So what the fuck are we gonna get now that your story's over? But you know what? Fucking prove me wrong, Greg Rucka. Prove yeah. me wrong. You hear me? By the way, why would a a, a mercenary go and buy a God. kite? And not be able to fly. Like, how does he fly a kite to an 84-story window? I saw the window where they were talking. There was no ledge. Don't understand it. Mohawk. The guy has a huge mohawk. Who was – I was talking to Pauly P. and Gareth from uh, City Geek Country Geek, and they they said to me, listen, a guy with a mohawk can still appreciate art. I disagree. You tell me Mr. T can't go to a museum every now and again? I disagree. No. He's got other things to do. He pities the fool that goes into the art museum. Why did the guy go into the art museum? The guy should be under – you know, he's – Batman is on his tail. He just goes in the art museum. Luckily, the grass saw him. Batman didn't even know he was back in town, even though he saw his calling card at the beginning of the the issue. the grass. Yeah, and he shoots people. People twice that's his calling card but yeah the, the second shot it was unneeded though the guy was still alive even after two all right all right we, tell we me tell me what i don't want to hear about it no more i know you don't i'll talk to you about it tomorrow morning i, I later oh. today i was not really talking about it, though i'll tell you paulie and gareth he, they ignited the fire once again and i did a bit about it though because a little bit but i, I stopped then i i it, it died off again this was not like it was on monday monday morning i or came and spit in fire week. Yeah, well, last week I was uh, eating a thunder and shitting lightning as I came in, Eric. I was really, really upset. Dude, More about lightning and shit thunder. I don't know. I never get it right. I'm telling you, the third course is cool. lightning, and I don't know. I'm crapping thunder. How about that? I thought I was crapping lightning. I'd rather crap lightning than thunder. I already crap thunder. I mean, you should oh, no, hear it's me. It's where your butt cheeks slap together at the end. Yeah, no, it's so just a, a really there, loud so fart. I want to crap lightning. I want to be able to shoot people with my crap lightning. I want to fucking, you know, get them in my sights and then shoot. Boom! Eric. Well, you're telling me but, if you want to shit on people. Yes, but but okay. in lightning form. That's uh-huh. where you don't get so it. It's in lightning mind, form. In lightning form, you want to shit on people really quick. Really quick, and it'll burn my ass. That's what it is. Okay, I'm telling you. You want, you want me to shit? Go, That's buddy. what I'm saying. You want me to get me Thai Toss food. Toss that off your bucket list. Thai food, and then I'm shitting lightning. 
and um, and everything else in the house. But uh, that's it. That is the spotlight. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If you like to hear uh, more of this nonsense, uh, tune in on Sunday or whenever. I always say Sunday. In fact, you can get the you know the podcast any day you want. Uh, but yeah, it's a long podcast, but give it a shot. Might get you through your day at the cardboard box factory. Or maybe your week. Or your week, possibly your month. I don't know how much time <laughs> people have to fucking deal with this shit. They're like, yeah, usually I, I listen to this 15-minute podcast. Well, there you go. One episode will last you goddamn fucking three months. But yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Eric, what do we say at the end of the spotlight? Turn that spotlight off. Off. Oh, yeah.